Put it there, boy, and we'll show these fascists what a couple of hillbillies can do. Welcome to Fanfic Fanfic. Let's go back with Championship Edition. I really do feel it. This is we've we've really earned uh, the, the sequel. We 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 fought for it um, because for the past year we've been listening to not merely a fanfic that is a hybrid of uh, Fallout and My Little Pony. But a fanfic of that, moreover, a hate fic um, by a horrible reactionary um, a poison dart frog um, <laughs> that uh, tried to revise it. Revise the original, that is. The original fanfic? The, the layers of recursion are, are pretty deep on this project overall. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm your co-host, Saul Addington Esquire. And joining me is a mere peasant, but I'm sure you will like him. Uh, Fi! How's it going, Fi? Hi, everyone. How you doing? Deep in there. We're, we're deep in the good fic. Uh, 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 we're in the good place now. Aren't we ever? <laughs> but how would you know that I haven't told you about perhaps the best chapter so far? So, uh, please, give us a chaser, uh, Fi. Uh, what occurred on our previous broadcast? God, what did occur last week? All right, uh, last week was when they met Gadina for the first time. Uh, they they're on their like long trek adventure. Was it last chapter that they got banned from New Appaloosa? I think. I, th- I think that's when when the the mayor showed up and basically told them they couldn't come back. <clears throat> yeah, they they were they were basically banned for the like, basically they they uh, you know no good deed goes unpunished. Uh, them bringing a bunch of mouths to feed and. You know, getting their train destroyed and all that stuff uh, made it so that uh, New Appaloosa wants nothing to do with them anymore. But Ditsy Doo, being the saint that she is, is still willing to trade with them. Just it has to be at the outside doors of the uh, uh, of their uh, little community. So they are no longer allowed to uh, live there anymore. Uh, not that any of them did, like, but they they're just not allowed to like go there anymore. And from a story perspective, I said that last week. It's a good thing. Because it means that we get to see more of the setting, and that's always good. Uh, but also, it's a cool kind of like, like you can kind of understand where they're coming from, but at the same time, it still like feels bad because it's affecting our protagonist for doing the right thing. Uh, but sometimes the right thing has like consequences that you uh, don't necessarily foresee, uh, and that sucks. Feels very yeah, realistic. That, 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 as as I pointed out last week, that it is. It is inarguably the morally correct thing to do. However, on the on the on the other hoof, it also means that since arriving in uh, New Appaloosa, uh, Pip has 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 brought basically nothing but new, new hardships, uh, minus the plague of of, of monsters, uh, but otherwise uh, a cavalcade of of exciting new hardships. Uh, she's essentially being punished for that. Anyways, so uh, along their trek, they end up in like. They fight some 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 raider mooks for a while, and then end up in sort of like deep into like enemy raider territory, essentially, or, or like enemy um, like gang territory. Is just what I'm going to use as a term here. They end up at like basically a, a makeshift town made around a like junction between two uh, rail lines that has been like covered in co- boxcars, similarly to New Appaloosa, and made into a really cool 
makeshift town. It's full of, uh, we find out, our slaves uh, that escaped from Red Eye and have just basically formed a like makeshift gang around a new sort of named character, uh, Goud, or uh, Gadina, as I usually refer to as, because it's a little bit easier, who needs them as a kind of like... The intended pronunciation is, is most definitely God, yes. uh, but it's spelled G-A-W-D. Yes. She's, she's a giant butch woman with a with a voice that sounds like gravel and she's the best uh the protagonist spends a lot of time sweating over her 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 being a butch older woman but she needs them as a sort of deniable assets essentially because uh uh talent company never breaks uh contracts in her mind and but she needs to break a contract because she needs to them to deal with dead eyes who is essentially a uh like liaison or right hoof man to someone named mr topaz who's kind of like a local crime boss or warlord or something that uh that dominates the region and they need his blessing to get through it all so they need to get deal with all of this stuff and and god will ensure their like safe passage if they do this job for them um so now they have to sneak specifically she wants them to seal a ledger uh, a ledger from his safe uh, which requires them going to Shadowhoof Ridge, which is a like former pre-war uh, prison. Like it's like a like a, a like a, a, a for what it like for there's a term for like a prison where you also do like work like backbreaking labor. Uh, hard labor yeah. like a, a labor camp. <laughs> yeah, I guess a prison labor camp uh, that's been converted into into Dead Eyes' little stronghold. So having to leave Velvet Remedy behind as collateral, uh, Pip and Calamity use a, a like impromptu set of mattresses to disguise themselves on their flight in end up in the visitation center where they break in and steal something i forget what it is it's oh it's uh, a rarity statue they, they break into the lost and found uh, because the, the lost and found safe has is one of those mini safes that apparently is uncrackable to anybody but um uh pip uh and uh and furthermore nobody like thought that there was anything in value there um because there was also a computer terminal that was largely uncrackable to anybody mm-hmm. uh but pip and pip found out through the terminal that a vip was was holding stuff in there uh so she she cracked it and gained a statue of rarity yeah uh with some sort of um underlying potency some 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 uh, great unseen and ill-understood power. Yes, that gives her a little bit of vitality back of her telekinesis, which has been burnt out all chapter. Um, and I think that covers basically everything um, that happened in the last chapter. Pretty much. So this chapter is um, has sort of a framing device. We, we go back and forth um, between the actual events of the story and um, Pip. Very bored, waiting, waiting, waiting for things, uh, or, or like, yeah, in, in between, Pip um, spends her time listening to a podcast, <laughs> uh, listening, listening to the the last journals um, that were also uh, stored in that in that or in in that in that uh, safe, um, which is going to accidentally be a little bit funny when we get to the end of the chapter. Uh, or wait a minute, I, maybe she just got them off the terminal. Anyway, she's she's got she's got this entire uh, audio uh, diary. Uh, that we're going to be bouncing uh, to in between uh, all the events, um, which the catchphrase for this half of the podcast is somber. Did you read this? <laughs> somber, it's right here, man. <laughs> if you want to, 
if you want if you wanted insights into like stuff from like the pre-apocalypse world like why did you choose morbs yeah why did you like completely break the flow of the storytelling to like send us fully bodily back to back to some moment in history with with a with an artifact that canonically is supposed to be super rare when like in this in the first story there are audio diaries everywhere yeah uh, and and i mean there were a couple of audio diaries in ph but yeah for the most part it was just i think it's just because memory orbs are the most distinctly about the setting like they're, they are a magical source of storytelling it's very easy it's like well, oh yeah that's the thing from the setting that i really want to use more of and i can see getting kind of swept up in like wanting to use them all the time because they're the thing from the original story that are so iconic. Not that I'm like justifying their usage. I think it's terrible and they honestly burnt me out on the entire concept of But my point still stands. I think the reason why they got used is the same reason why like love other stuff. Sort of sequelitis, like yeah, the like um iconic thing from the original story. Well, that was just supposed to be sort of a one or two off. Like that was the, the those those are special because they were special. <laughs> like they, they stand out in your mind because they were used sparingly. Yeah. Um but you want more, huh? Uh, anyway, um, let's start talking about a good story again. Um, so we, we open up with uh, one of those audio logs. We, we, uh, we, we open up with, with the audio log section where uh, we, we get the, the narration of a horse who, uh, what it was like to, 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 to be there the day the bombs, the first bombs fell and like communication between like disappeared like that, uh, um, the, 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 the horse, uh, in the, uh, who's recording this log, uh, was apparently on the phone with her sister and suddenly she wasn't. Uh, and then a few seconds later, thunder, uh, the, the blast wave. I, I do like the feeling of chaos that a lot of these like, uh, apocalypse diaries sort of give, um, in, uh, in this setting. It, it's, it feels very authentic to me that like, yeah, so I was doing something, minding my own business and suddenly a big wall of white happened and then. The tape just stops. Um, but this is far enough away that they only hear it and can see it from from miles away. And the uh, the 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 uh, Hellfire Blast is described as a uh, perverted green green flame with a strange rainbow sheen uh, wrapped with rings of black smoke. Yeah, it's it's very which is a, which is, yeah a neat imagery for for an impossible uh, magical uh, war crime. So uh, she she also uh, um, the the other another important thing to to mention from this this opening bit of audio is um, strangely all of the the stables around Manhattan were already full they were they were doing 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 just sort of a, a test run uh, I mean of course there's no way they possibly could have known but I guess it's lucky that they were doing uh, doing doing sort of a dress rehearsal uh, just before uh, the detonation huh I wonder why yeah. hmm. <laughs> Really makes you think. Uh, so, so we we get back into the the scene. Pip and uh, Calamity are are poking around. Fortunately, it seems that they they have the benefit of um, this this thing is so otherwise secure that they're not really anticipating uh, fending off any sort of a siege or or infiltrators. Mm-hmm. So nobody's like particularly on alert. Uh, Cal- like Calamity almost fucks up a couple times. Um, this is this is also notably the only time uh, Pip uh, 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 makes a point of saying that she does not, she actively does not loot everything in sight, uh, for fear that like someone will notice things are missing, uh, which would be problem, which would be a problem for them. 
Uh, when it, when a thing is missing, people begin searching. I forget when Pip got a hold of a copy of Zebra, Zebra Infiltration Tactics. It was a. Uh, I think it was in last chapter when they cracked open the Lost and Found. Um, I think I think that was a book in there. If not, I think there was a previous like th there was at some point where they acquired a, the, that book. Uh, I just don't remember exactly. But yeah, apparently her stealth skill is is considerably higher for having read it. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we get a, a quick. Um, Video games are funny, huh, folks? Um, from uh, KCAT with... Uh, it's not as though the books can be read all at once, after all. A bit of uh, scene setting. Um, apparently somebody's listening to the radio. Uh, DJ Pong 3's uh, on again, um, playing a Horse World. A, 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 uh, a horse-specific uh, version of uh, Mad World. Uh, eventually, uh, they, they get to uh, Deadeye's office... Um, problem. Deadeye's in it. <laughs> uh, Deadeye and a bunch of goons are in it. And they decide they don't have time to, uh, um, uh, just wait them out. <laughs> wait for, like, dinner or whatever. Like, wait for whatever reason they would leave the, the, the office. Mm -hmm. Um, because the longer they hang out in here, the, the, the more likely it is that they're gonna, uh, their, their, their goose is cooked. Uh, they they agree that uh, uh, calamity should should go hide in a in a in a side room uh, while Pip uh, thinks of something. <laughs> I'll have some kind of noodle plan. Calamity is is not completely on board, but also sees no other viable options. So while while Pip is waiting for calamity to get into position. Uh, she she pops back on her uh, incredibly her true her true crime podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I hate that. Uh, where she 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 hears some more last words of a of a desperate horse, um, talking about how the communication you know, grid is like uh, at first was like too loud and then gone. Mm -hmm. Uh, that that they that nobody could get through to any of the other uh, ministry like uh, ministry of morale uh, hub points. Canterlot can't, can't possibly be gone too, right? Uh, like how could they possibly hit count uh, Canterlot? Um, it's starting to rain pretty hard outside. I, I guess the Pegasus ponies are mourning Clydesdale. Um, more oh no, uh, like, like just 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 more stuff of like somebody like living in the moment with without context for what's actually yeah. They're not aware of like what nuclear fallout is or anything. Um, well, they're they're also not aware that like that indicates that, that that's that that this was the moment where the uh, the the Pegasi damned the world, yeah. uh, uh, closed the sky forever. Um, she assumes they're just being reasonable and she's sort of a, a mourning exercise rather than uh, a complete panic. Uh, we find out that. Uh, the the sister who um, vanished in an instant, who 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 was on the line and then ceased to exist in uh, Manhattan, was named Silverspoon. And we also find out that the that this person talking is the administrator of this concentration camp. Yeah. Um, and has the decision now of like some of these people are zebra collaborators, like some of these are violent criminals. But, like, do I have the right to, like, leave them in here to starve to death? Oh, actually, she's, like, she's just here on inspection. Like, she is not mm -hmm. supposed to be in charge of decisions like this. But, um... 
Yeah, some kind of like administrative job that just happened to be here, unfortunately. Uh, this is horrific enough that like Pip questions like, why am I even? Why am I doing this? <laughs> like, like, why am I subjecting myself to these? But well, here it goes. Uh, and Pip walks into the office and is greeted with all of the weapons. <laughs> and then curiously. Um, yeah, Pip spent so much time on her true crime podcast. She didn't think of, she she, she didn't take the time to think of, of what her plan actually was. <laughs> uh, she, she, eh. she doesn't have an alibi. She doesn't have. Um, so on the spot with guns in her face, um, she. Uh, uh, how did you get in here? Unicorn magic. Yeah, <laughs> and like they like they they sort of accept that because like is a unicorn unicorns are capable of all kinds of things mm-hmm. i guess uh then somebody else asks a better question why why did i come in here <laughs> why did i come in here <laughs> and she has to she, she has to like come up with like she yes she had zero she had less than zero plan her plan was to like try to try to bullshit her way through it but she didn't give herself any time to think of some bullshit ahead of time uh and so she ultimately yeah resorts to I am an escaped slave. Yes. That's and it. I would like to join your crew. I would like to join your cool gang. <laughs> I am from old Appaloosa. <laughs> you know that place that blew up mysteriously? <laughs> you know that place that blew up mysteriously? I, I bet whoever destroyed that place was a real badass, huh? <laughs> we'll actually get to that. Um, <laughs> so, like, at least one of the thugs is is pretty, like, pretty much, like, just wants to uh, rip off her face with it, with his teeth. But Deadeyes, like, is is sort of obliging. Deliver a letter. <laughs> if you if you want to be useful, you can you can cross. Um, uh, the the hideous wasteland from point A to point B. Uh, go to Yellow Hill Ridge, and um, uh, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll even download it to Pip-Pup. Just just get it there, come back. Pip is fair, like is 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 uh, has uh, has a sinking feeling that the, the letter probably contains the words "kill the pony carrying this letter," um, but agrees. Uh, yay, quest chain. <laughs> Deliver letter. Um, put on this. Uh, <laughs> Uh, put on this leg band, and Ga- uh, 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 Godina uh, will know you're okay to pass through. This is where we find out her full name. Uh, so on on the way uh, out the door, being flanked by by two of Dead Eyes goons, Pip decides to start up a conversation as a way of uh, subtly um, letting calamity in on what's going on, uh, where he's presumably hiding in the, in that small room with, uh, with with an ear to the door. At least she hopes, um, saying. Oh, well, you couple of goons are really good at escorting ponies out of the building where we are going out of the building. <laughs> Escorted in a way where everything is completely fine and does not involve the need for <laughs> uh, any additional uh, gunplay. I really enjoy how Looney Tunes this scene is. Just, eh, I'll figure it. I'll wing it. I'll figure out a plan for getting myself out of this once I get myself into this mess. And the thing that really throws me is that, like, she had the time. She had the time to muse over it. But instead, in a very ADD move, in a, in a, in a move that feels a little too close to home, she instead puts on her true crime podcast. 
Um, but in, in doing so, she manages to get into conversation. Uh, one is one is a, a, a rock breaker who's, who's fairly you know, good tempered. Like he introduces himself not as a goon, but a, a rock breaker. He has uh, no uh, intention or, or will um, to, to fuck with any of this raider shit. Like he's, he's, he's he doesn't pick it like, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't goon outside of these walls. Um, he, he just breaks rocks for, for the operation. Um, meanwhile, the other one, uh, uh, is, is, uh, might as well have goon for life, uh, tattooed on his, on his flank, uh, and says that he's a former merchant, uh, but Godwina, uh, and her gang, uh, he, he, he watched Godwina's gang, um, uh, all turn their backs on him and then the rest of the caravan in favor of, uh, Deadeye. Or sorry, uh, uh, red eye actually, uh, and uh, and basically says like the winds are turning, like I I, I yeah, I, I was a merchant long enough to 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 develop a, a good sense of uh, where the market uh, is is heading, like uh, whose favors are going up and whose favors are going down. You should probably keep that in mind too, um, which is which is sort of a, a shocking. Uh, kind of a twist, like a, like a, like a, like, uh, and it's, it's, it does lead into things, uh, further into the chapter. This guard here is, like, openly declaring his, uh, that he's, that he's all in on Red Eye, even though he's, like, currently in Dead Eyes, mm-hmm. um, employ. Yeah. And the other, other dude, the Rock Blaker, doesn't make any sort of mention of that, doesn't, doesn't seem to, seem to object to that at all, like, in any way. Uh, and, um, Oh wait, no. Actually, I, I'm now looking at it. I completely misread it. Like I, I, uh, I, I, guess, I guess the the rest of the text like fuck with my memory of, of this part. Um. So anyway, um, th- these these two dudes uh, are are all in on on dead eyes. They they say uh, God is uh is her head is on the chopping chopping block. She is not long uh for for this world. Uh, power here. Um, they, they sort of let it slip that they, they are pretty much convinced that, that, uh, Godwina, uh, airdropped her in, in here, and that's how she got in. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't believe her story for a second, but they are going to go ahead and just give her this, like, task to, to go do anyway. And on their way out, um, another thing comes up on the radio, and, uh, uh, Little Pip finds out that she's, she remains famous. <laughs> she's even more famous than she was previously. Yeah, um, uh, the, 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 the vault dweller, uh, apparently, uh, fucked up, um, old Appaloosa, but fierce, uh, saved, saved a, a variety of horses, including babies, uh, but tragically, uh, died, died in the process, uh, went, went down with the train. <laughs> tragically, she exploded at the ends. Uh, which, which really throws a little pip, like, um, because besides, like, how, who the fuck... <laughs> How is he getting this info? Is the info wrong, or are they covering for me? <laughs> is 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 an interesting question. A very clever question that would never appear in Project Horizons. Well, I mean, there, I mean, there was a bunch of like shit that kind of mirrored this with, with DJ Pwn Three and that, but like, I mean, who gives a shit? Like, it's yeah, um, you're literally just copying the thing from the original story and doing nothing new with it. But in that case, there was no like. Nothing had weight, and nothing was connected to anything else. So there, there could never have been this sort of mystery. Because in this case, like, Pip ha- has a very serious question. Either the intelligence is flawed, because it's entirely reasonable for an outside observer to, like, assume um, that, that uh, 
uh, like the train exploded, um, and uh, 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 the the stable dweller disappeared after that. Um, so it's entirely reasonable to assume that like she she probably blew up uh, down there if if you're if you're observing from the outside because the slavers are still a thing, are still a presence and still a threat. Like their their main offices in Philadelphia, and there could be consequences for the stable dweller if they knew there was someone still a hunt for. It could be like a bro move. So it's an interesting mystery. Well, but because the like I... there was never any like lasting consequences like that. There was no like weight of reputation. None of the locations like uh, interacted with each other as like social organisms in any way. Like, that that could never have happened in PH. Well, the thing I was also going to say, too, about it is that, like, also they couldn't do this trick where, like, oh, well, why is, like, you know, why is DJ Pwn3 doing this? Maybe I can, like, figure out who they are and go ask them or any of that shit. Or, like, figure out what their actual, like, stuff is. You couldn't do any of that shit because, I mean, P- like, you just stole the character for your own fic and didn't make up your own equivalent. So, uh, there was no way, like... We already, if, if we've read all of uh, uh, FOE, we already know who DJ Pwn3 is. So you can't really have that mystery because you're just transplanting the character into here and it doesn't yeah. mean anything. Here, for, 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 for these purposes, uh, we do not yet know whether uh, this, this, this DJ's information network is imperfect or. Um, uh, They're just doing a solid. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> Uh, the Saber Dweller still alive, still still violating proper lay rights, still out there. It's fake news, everyone. Uh, what happened next? So Pip tries to like keep her like like is, is like uh, is is uh, uh, stops for a second and and like nearly gets in trouble for like falling behind the the, the goons escorting her out, um, but otherwise like tries not to tries to bluff past like <laughs> taking particular taking particular interest in the news story uh, but yeah finds out one is a former farmer who like is, has come here for like the safety of the walls and is just a rock breaker breaker and doesn't want any part of it um, and the other is a, a former merchant turned uh, turned later basically yeah out of opportunity um, more or less yeah uh, allied with dead eye and um uh, is is convinced that God is not long for this world. Yeah, and that red eye is going to be taking over any month now, and so might as well get in with the people who are already aligned there. And this is what I was talking about, though, about like how like raiders just get better <laughs> in the story because they're still raiders, like they're still like ostensibly doing the same thing. The guys that were like blood and murder and salt the wounds that like we were fighting like mere chapters ago. It's just that yeah. like. They have two people with motives, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. seem to have assumed that like she can teleport, or at least is mocking her, uh, because they're convinced that she was airdropped in, mm-hmm. um, because they know that no one can teleport out of the building, uh, which pit reasons like make sense, uh, because like it's a prison, <laughs> so there, there, there would be ways to prevent like unicorns with that power, um, from just popping, <laughs> popping out. Uh, so, uh, while waiting for Calamity to find his own way out of the building, um, she, uh, goes back to her true crime podcast. Uh, our, our secondary protagonist, uh, is, is out of food. She's, she's locked herself in a, in a room. Uh, she was too late. (laughs) 
um, to, to make that decision one way or the other, whether or not to release the locks, because apparently in the event of a crisis, the entire building goes on lockdown. Uh, and so she is locked in with them. Um, so a little bit of an Aesop's fable sort of a thing going on of like her moral weakness um, ultimately doomed her. Mm-hmm. Um, like if, if she had just unlocked all the doors like then and there, or, you know, just uh, abandon them. Like if, if, if she, if she hadn't like sat on it uh, for so long, she wouldn't have been trapped inside here. Um, so uh, her immediate response to finding out that everybody was locked inside was to, to raid the, uh, raid the food locker <laughs> Uh, and uh, and hide in hide in an office, uh, hoping that uh, hoping against hope that uh, everybody in here would just assume that it was one of the one of the doors that auto locked, uh, auto sealed, uh, and uh, as long as she could. But after a few days, she's already out. Like she she's uh, she's uh, scraping the barrel, eating rotten apples out of uh, trash cans she can uh, in nearby, um, while she hears. Uh, them going full on um, Lord of the Flies just outside the door uh, and she gets to the psychic trauma of uh, listening to uh, to one of the horses the, the other horses being cannibalized uh, Calamity like is you know why are we why are we helping this dead eyes fella again it's part of the quest chain Calamity <laughs> yeah plans within plans my good Calamity <laughs> So we, we uh, uh, go to Yellow Hill Ridge, uh, drop off the letter, and along the way we get a uh, taste of the top sort of moment. We, we get to see uh, Red Eye's armies. Yeah, we get to see over the horizon all the high-level enemies. Yeah, uh, whoops. That looks bad. That looks real bad. Uh, letter dropped off uh, with, with, a, with, a, with a courier, uh, and then they bounce back, so... Uh, overall, a, a boring bit of mission, but it gave uh, the author another op- an excuse to um, uh, for the heroine to listen to more true crime podcast uh, and um, and uh, and and get a get a taste of the top, get a get a sense a, a preview of coming attractions. Yes, we get to see sort of like what the like like basically what the face of the enemy really looks like, and it's bad. Like like red eye, red eye is 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 a uh, comprehensive. Uh, organized force and that's incredibly dangerous yeah the fucking and very 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 eye of like it, it almost amusingly uh it's it's there they have eye of mordor uh banners um it's it's a wide eye with a red dot yeah no i'm here for it, it it's very imposing and uh so they come back uh uh great work uh uh rest up uh we've got more jobs for you in the morning uh, meanwhile, we will um, conspicuously all walk out of the office now. Just gonna, just gonna walk as a group, me and my goons, out of the office uh, to elsewhere. If you, if you if you hear the sound of what sounds like a glass being like put up against the door, eh, don't 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 worry about that. That's nothing. That happens all the time. Uh. <laughs> um, Pip notes that. Um, yeah, no, this is suspicious as fuck i also do not have any other choice and i also have poor impulse control um so uh she activates the stealth buck which fortunately she still has mm-hmm. um and uh and creeps uh creeps inside of the office to uh 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 speed run a rubik's cube <laughs> just to to see how fast she can unlock a safe 
she does so. Uh, she gets the ledger um, and uh, slams safe, safe back shut. Uh, just in time for Dead Eyes and his entourage to come back in. <laughs> uh, settle in. Ask, you think she took it? <laughs> Probably. But, I mean, this is a pretty ideal situation. Like, if Godwina wants to cook herself by, like, having it, uh, that's completely fine by Dead Eyes. Uh, besides, Red Eyes, uh, Red Eyes Army will be uh, uh, in town by sunrise tomorrow. Or after tomorrow. Uh, in, in, in just a couple days, uh, uh, Red Eyes will be here. And um, that's the end of her. Um, I actually like, uh, forgot but, how much I like Dead Eyes as a villain, because they're kind of like... They're not, like, you know, really high up there in terms of, like, the echelon of antagonists, but, like, I like that they're just kind of a simple kind of, like, they're just not stupid. They're just kind of, like, you know. Yeah, no, like, like this is actually, um, I was kind of reminded about um, listening to, to stuff about how um, uh, or, or leftist organizations, if they, if they know any history at all, <laughs> if they have any immune system developed after... Uh, uh, the events of the COINTEL pro- uh, COINTEL project uh, in America. Um, uh, if you identify a spy uh, trying to infiltrate you a- as a political group, uh, the correct thing to do is put them to fucking work. Yes, to let them. Um, because they're they're super. They're, they 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 uh, they're notable in that they are extremely eager to volunteer, and they always happen to have the spare time to do it. Um, so if you need to do stuff that, like, can't really be, like, meaningfully interfered with, like canvassing, like, just, just putting up posters everywhere, like, like, horrible, exhausting, like, grunt work, uh, that nobody really wants to do, make the spy do it, because <laughs> they will. They'll do it gladly. Um, they'll, they'll do it gladly, they'll, 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 they'll put their backs into it, um, and then just don't include them in anything important. <laughs> like, 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 let them do the the net a lot of bunch a bunch of necessary manual labor and nothing else, um, and that appears to be what Dead Eyes has done. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, a spy, sure. Uh, <laughs> Figured one of these would be showing up anytime soon. Uh, given, given, like, yeah, because he's got like he's got fucking like, like, like God just like downloaded, like, like he he has he is he knows exactly what Gunning is gonna do in this situation because. I guess to some degree it would be the situ- thing he would do in like in her shoes, so you know. Yeah. Um, and the, it's it's implied that they've been doing this for a while. That like. Yeah. That um, I mean, the chapter is called factions, and so this is an example of factions within factions. Mm-hmm. Like there, 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 there are dead eye sympathizers and there are Godwina sympathizers here in this this like stretch of uh, yeah. rockbreaker territory. Yeah. Well, um, what, is, what is colloquially known as the the Shatterhoof Raiders. Uh, by the yeah, community. so the uh, shattered hoof like has 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 had two like dueling uh, bigwigs uh, yeah. in the area. Yeah, Technically, dead eyes is is completely in charge, but like not a hundred percent of of the local uh, raiders are uh, believe that. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, uh, others are like dead against Godwina. Like Godwina's yeah. you know, time is, it, is running it, out. It seems to be that the people who fo- who uh, who follow Godwina are the people who like uh, are loyal to the fact that she uh, turned out a bunch of uh, slavers instead of selling them out, and uh, the people that are loyal to Dead Eye are like the opportunists that like don't really care about that at all. Uh, for the most part, like they're either yeah, interested like, yeah, in their yeah, own self interest or they're interested in like 
being on the winning like team. Like that merchant? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, like, yeah. They, 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 yeah. The, the ones who think, uh, yeah, basically it might makes right argument. Like, yeah, they, they figure dead eyes is, is going is gonna to win this exchange. And so they're, they're on him, uh, on his side, uh, uh, hell or high water. And the rest like actually believe in like the, 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 the tangible stated goals of, of the Raiders, which is being a place for escaped slaves, former slaves to like, live with any kind of freedom or dignity, uh, which makes Deadeye's betrayal here and, like, letting in Red-Eye's forces, like, deeply fucked. Yes, that he's just willing to just sell them back to the slavers at the highest better kind of situation. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fucked up. It makes, him, it makes him, like, a... It makes him, like, a reasonable kind of villain. Like, he's not, like, cackling maniacally or, like, has some sort of complicated... 20 step plan it's just like yeah he just has no no uh moral sense at all yeah he is is looking to to profit like he's he's like all right well he's more scared of red eye than than topaz at this point and mm-hmm. like red eye will pay him more so that is that is where his loyalties uh, lie now and that's just that's as simple that's it's as simple as that yeah uh, there is uh, a uh, really th- uh, one thing that I, I need to get around to mention that this is this is this this scene where a bunch of people are talking in a room and and expositing to uh, <laughs> accidentally expositing to an invisible character is one of the best action sequences in the entire story so far <laughs> because because little Pip is a tiny invisible horse who desperately needs to try to remain invisible in spite of this being a in a, a small room packed with large, dangerous horses. <laughs> yeah, and and so and so there's 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 a, there's there's a sort of a, a very Jackie Chan sort of a sort of a thing where she like is is like sort of cornered into like climbing up on Dead Eye's desk and has to like <laughs> balance on all the things that Dead Eye is not directly interacting with. Yes. Anyone who's ever played Spy in TF2 knows exactly what's happening right now. Where she's just kind of like, I'm just going to try and be around, away from your movement spots, and just kind of hope you just don't shoot in this direction. <laughs> Please, for the love of God. But yeah. And uh, ultimately, she's... she's uh, 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 the, the, the clock is counting down. <laughs> the, 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 her, her, her heads up uh, display is, is, is showing the timer on her invisibility is... is is going to 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 uh, run out any second, and then two two ponies explode through the door. Uh, the, the 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 noise of it, uh, and yeah, uh, being being enough to to cover her like falling off of the desk uh, gives her gives her enough time to slip through. Uh, as she hears them say, "Sir, we have an intruder." Guys goes, "Tiny unicorn, yay high." <laughs> no, sir, a Pegasus. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> So little bit gets gets out of the room just in time for the uh, her 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 stealth field to drop. Uh, screams for calamity. They spotted you. Gotta go. Gotta go. Uh, they they make it in time. They make it back to Godwinas, but not before we get uh, one last um, uh, hit of audio log. The her the crappy little gun that uh, that our that our secondary hero and heroine has uh, apparently doesn't have any bullets in it, um, but it is heavy enough to shatter a mirror. As the walls are closing in on her, apparently the the the, the prison population is, has figured out she's in this room, and the, the door can only last so long, and by extension, so can, uh, same goes for her. Uh, so they make it back, and uh, uh, Pip um, does some hardball negotiating. 
she she will hand her over the ledger, but she has two two requests, two requirements. Uh, which God uh, doesn't uh, humors, and those two requests are they she and her team needs to sleep. <laughs> Uh, you'll 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 ensure our full protection while we sleep here. And two, there's something I want to look up uh, in it. Like I want to read something in it before before I hand it over to you. She also uh, earns uh, uh, Godwin's respect by um, uh, Dead Eyes. Let me have this. Uh, he knows you're going to get it, and he thinks that you're going to be harmed by by having it. Yeah, this whole sequence is really cool, just because of like like both of the like. Both of the sort of like of like operators within this particular like this sort of gang are like like it, you can feel that they're kind of used to each other's bullshit. So it's cool to kind of like kind of have the like interlay between these like this kind of like political vying that isn't like that feels like authentic to me, I guess, which is like a word I like. To it say. feels like it exists like outside <laughs> of the protagonist. Yes. That if the protagonist had never shown up, this would still be happening. Yes. It would have been some other jack-off that, that had to go do this instead of a little pip. She just happened to be here. Um, the, there is a world outside of, of the immediate cone of view of, of the protagonist. <clears throat> and just and just in general, like, and just in specific with the fact, these two factions, it really feels like they're, like, very aware of, like, well, like, well, I know that you'll roast yourself if you get this, but you know that you need to have this. And, like, I know that you know that you know that I know kind of situation. But like not, um, it's not like dwelled upon. It's just kind of an understated element of this is that uh, both of these like both of these two people know exactly like what they're doing. They feel competent, and I really like that. But the the important thing is that uh, Godwina is distinctly impressed that uh, uh, that little Pip would share that because uh, you didn't need to. It wasn't part of the deal. Like this was. Um, a freebie that she gave away for nothing. And actually, Godwina, the, the only thing that um, uh, Godwina like, is thrown by is like, what is in it for you to tell me? Um, and uh, the, the second half of that information is is the, the last bit of leverage Pip uses to ensure, I won't tell you unless I get to wake up alive. <laughs> there's an answer to that. There's There's one more bit of information I think will be valuable to you, but like, uh, you won't get it unless <laughs> you'll you'll get it in about I don't know six to eight hours. Uh... <laughs> yeah. uh, and and Godwin is sufficiently amused by this. Yeah, no, um, it's only a verbal contract, but it's still a contract, and you know how I feel about those. Yeah, I, I really like the smart like social like capital that's being slung around here in these situations. Like I don't know, they just it it, it feels very punchy, and I I really like the the, the the sort of characterization of everybody involved. Little Pip is is sort of sly and crafty enough to wiggle around these people that could very easily kill her. Like, very easily in both circumstances. Like, they are hilariously outgunned, but that doesn't mean, like... That doesn't mean she doesn't have a way out of this by just being smart and clever and capable and, and opportunistic uh, at the right times. Uh, and it just makes this whole scene... It just makes this whole, like, exchange really cool. Velvet isn't mad. She's just disappointed that uh, Calamity uh, kept flying on that busted wing. <laughs> so as everybody's settling into sleep, uh, uh, Velvet uh, recounts that she's had an extensive uh, conversation with a horse named Priest uh, living here. Mm-hmm. Um, that she takes simply for a lunatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he talks a lot about uh, receiving messages 
like hearing the voice of of the goddess and the mm -hmm. goddess is not celestia yes. and um velvet was just very patient with um uh she she, she like doesn't he like uses uh, the politest language to describe uh a priest as a as a lunatic yeah she moms all over the situation um, uh pip explains why like she is not so sure <laughs> Uh, she she ran into that false god monster that 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 weird angel, uh, back in back in old Appaloosa, and um, the slavers somehow uh, were were able to contact like a, an enforcement arm further up the road, real quick mm -hmm. to try and inter intercept them. Yeah, seems like the slavers have some sort of backing. It's a little bit more. Um... Uh, I guess uh, divine than uh, than previously assumed, and that's uh, dangerous for everybody involved. Uh, furthermore, um, this goddess talk was is similar to the previous audio log she'd gotten from from the perspective of one of these slavers. Mm -hmm. So that seems to fit. Um, Priest says that uh, Red Eye is is one of the uh, holy few uh, who the goddess uh, chooses to reach out to. The pip now notes that she's uh, she's suspicious that like maybe it's less uh, her her divine selectiveness to the worthy and more that she can only do so much. And so this goddess promises perfect and ultimate unity, some sort of paradise uh, for everybody that follows her cause. Though priest uh, curiously uh, seems to seems to insist that um, uh, this red eye person is either. Um, is is some kind of heretic? Is 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 either mishearing the divine word, or in some way like ignoring it? Is 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 twisting the the holy prophecy uh, to to some other end? Yeah, it kind of just sounds like someone who's trying to like reconcile the fact of like, wait, why would a goddess who promises ultimate uh, unity and utopia, working with an evil warlord? Huh. I guess he's just mishearing her. <laughs> Uh, in the age of Donald Trump, this is a very familiar kind of phenomenon. Oh, yeah. Uh, why would God's messengers sin all of the time, at every turn, in every way? Uh, but they they uh, they go to sleep, but not before Pip uh, reads uh, from the ledger. Some, uh, some nearby farms have been putting up uh, resistance, armed themselves from uh, that merchant caravan that passed through last month. Uh, one of them took a few shots at the raider party I dispatched uh, to the east side. Mr. Topaz doesn't care, just wants the rocks to keep coming. But I think it's time we remind these rock farmers just why they do as we say. Tomorrow I'm sending some of the boys up to the bell farm to make an example. Yeah. Told them to real graphic, uh, so the rest of these ponies don't have any room to misinterpret. A quest marker appears uh, in uh, uh, Pip's upper right vision. Uh, kill dead eyes a lot. <laughs> kill him a lot. <laughs> Rip and tear until it is done. <laughs> oh, man. Continue to be convinced that little Pip is just a tiny little doom guy. Um, uh, little Pip Blaskowitz, that's her name. <laughs> But yeah, so so that's our sort of our next thing is to absolutely uh, uh, mutilate Dead Eyes in a way that is uh, satisfactory to our protagonist. So they're not going to be quite leaving just yet until they deal with this little uh, uh, faction split between the Shattered Hoofs. 
So so over breakfast, uh, little Pip uh, spills. Uh, Dead eyes is is betrayed the entire territory, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 your 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 uh, senior. Uh, and Pip tries to ask like, what's what's this uh, what's this fellow going to look like when you're in charge? And uh, uh, Godwina insists, I won't be. Uh, Mr. Topaz uh, runs uh, the Shattered Hoof. And uh, little Pip notes to herself, uh, right, you, 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 so uh, I'm still contracted to him. Little Pip nods, notes, but what if you weren't? <laughs> uh, she says to herself, presumably while wiping her uh, mouth with a napkin. Godwina also uh, 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 notes, regrettably, that uh, be nice if I had, you know, still had some extra guns and a, and a medic around. That would be really convenient for me. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. Um, hint. <laughs> um, but I got things a little out of order. This is the point at which um, uh, we, we we hear all the the extra info. Uh, we get hinted at that. Um, yeah, of the many things that is like peculiar and wrong uh, here is uh, we, we we sort of have a, a tentative quest marker ahead of us. Um, Little Pip has decided she needs to know who the hell this 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 pawn three person is. Um, things things are getting getting heated. Things are getting weird. Uh, she wants to know more and uh, uh, wants an information network to rival uh, whatever it is the bad guys have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and her only lead on that is pawn three. Like um, this 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 DJ horse knows uh, things uh, that should be impossible for them to know. So. Are they a telepath? Do they have, like, just the most extraordinary information network? Mm-hmm. What is it? I needs it. <laughs> Whatever it's got, I wants it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's sort of... Uh, our... And we, 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 we close out on the death of Diamond Tiara. Uh, the, the, the voice that we have been hearing in what I've been uh, insistently referring to as a true crime podcast. Yes, she's a, she's a character from the original series. She's one of the like tiny baby horses from the like next generation. Uh, so in th- like so she basically becomes some sort of weird administrator in this uh, setting, and uh, yeah, that's what led her into this uh, bad situation. Uh, but yeah, our, our following quest where she is implied to slit her throat before um, uh, uh, starvation maddened um, uh, concentration camp prisoners can burst in the door and tear her apart. Yes, it's very very dark. Um, New perks, Silent Gallop. <laughs> yep, Pip is slightly more sneaky. Uh, she can now sneak while running. I think is what the thing does um, in the game. <clears throat> but yeah, so that's our that's our podcast. Uh, any recommendations you want to make? One, Sir Weirdington. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Um, I think what I've been doing for the last like little while that I can think of recommendations. I mean, I've been um, sort of feverishly like studying like uh, card games, uh, dead and otherwise. Hmm. Actually, I think it would be more appropriate to say living and otherwise because it's mostly otherwise. Uh, I don't know if it's a recommendation, but in the in the place of a recommendation, uh, odd note, I found a really skeevy one. It's about magic girls. Oh no! Um, it's mostly like. Um, vaguely underage-looking uh, uh, pinups, uh, but I mean, at least a lot of them are very busty. 
Um, I couldn't stand to look at it, but the, the rules were interesting to me because it's the only card game I've ever seen that, like, makes the mana cards its preeminent cards. Hmm. Like, Sounds normally, wild. normally for obvious reasons, like, your creature cards are your, like, sort of, like, draw. Like, mm-hmm. um, here have, you know, like, uh, uh, come come for our, our waifus as, like, big, um, splashy creatures. Um, <laughs> but this one uses... Waifus um, as mana? Yeah, like, your, 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 wow. your mana base is, is composed of waifus. Wow. Um, um, it's thing, peculiar. The only thing I can recommend uh, to folks is if you're hungry for more stories like uh, Fall Equestria, uh, I, but are in the same universe, I would strongly recommend Dead End. I'm going to recommend that probably once every couple of months. Uh, Dead End's great. It's a really it's solid uh, revenge story. Uh, Murky Number no. 7, which is a harrowing tale of a slave's uh, life in Philadelphia. And I would also recommend um, Guys of Chaos, which is a fun uh, story about the redemption of a former uh, raider uh, trying to go legit and having to deal with his old gang. Yeah, so that's that is what I'll recommend. They're all pretty pretty primo stories if you're looking for more more of this. Otherwise, um, you can check us out at I'm at Dowart Fly, uh, um, an incredibly not safe work Twitter. Uh, I make hot tweets and hot takes uh, uh, all the time. You can check out Weird at Weirdington E is the Twitter uh, for... Yes, unlike Fi's, mine is in, in no way not safe for work. Uh, I, I do not uh, post not safe for work contact. Uh, uh, unlike Fi, who is an active porn smith. Um, I hew them out of stone. Um and otherwise, if you want to email us recipes, recommendations, comments, concer- questions, concerns, considerations, uh, curses, uh, potent spells, uh, uh, potent potables, uh, you can you can email us at weird- or alternate recommendations. Actually, like you know, if you wish to participate in the podcast and use us as a platform to. Uh, to spread uh, knowledge of, of projects of your own or um, things that you're excited by, uh, please email it to weirdingtonesq at gmail.com. <sighs> well, that was a podcast. Yeah, I think it was. But, but how's, you, how, how's you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Um, we're kind of in the midst of a really cool uh, sort of like a uh, very westerny kind of uh, wheeling and dealing with a lot of... Uh, dangerous folks kind of arc i'm looking forward to his conclusion which i think will be next week uh which has got a really exciting pop at the end uh but otherwise i think this podcast was a great idea and i'm happy to be doing it oh you know what i think i'll go ahead and take your word for it bye everybody bye bye